for tuning in to In The Loop podcast by All Things Breakaway. Today, we're talking with Martha Angelone about her story and a little bit about Breakaway Road. Okay, so one thing that I think people want to know is what, how do you prepare for a rodeo? What's your routine? Uh, well, <laughs> showing up on time. Yeah, showing up on time. <laughs> uh, every day I have to go to work. It's just mandatory that I have to work every day of my life. So in the morning, I'll get up, and usually Tanner will help me feed everything and stuff. And then um, I'll usually ride all my colts that I have, and then you save my best horse for last. That way I can always finish on a good practice. Mm -hmm. And each horse, I practice something different for the horse and then for myself. But on my good horse... I honestly focus. I'll do a couple runs for me every practice, but everything else is basically tracking all the way to the back end and just making sure my horse is free the whole time. So why why do you need him free? Because I have the worst habit out of anybody of getting a horse tight. Um, hit, the thing is, is if they're just a little bit t- tight at a rodeo, it can take your whole rope and your whole run away. You can think that your rope's going to get there and and all of a sudden it's just not not going there (laughs) no (laughs) so tell me you know they call you the gunslinger do you do you feel like that's your style do you feel I mean tell me about it yes I feel like that honestly is my style I feel like from where I have I was in junior high to where I am now especially on the last horse I had I just have always because I've never truly had a horse so this horse I trained this year I truly have always just had a shot in the first two seconds and I had to either make it work or I wasn't I wasn't going to have a chance after that so I feel like that's the shot that I'm most comfortable with I feel like if I have to go before for some reason my mind don't work that way (laughs) so that that's I, I just I feel like it fits I like to my I don't know I like when I watch my videos and stuff a lot of runs that I'm one one on, I still take three swings. I just feel like I'm most comfortable if I get two swings off in the box and take one after that. I feel like that's my deadly loop, honestly. So how did you figure out, I mean, how did you go about getting two swings off in the box? Like, how, explain that process to me. Go to Northside. <laughs> uh, and enter, on, and enter, and enter. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I feel like if I'm so far ahead by the time I get to the line, then I don't have to worry about being behind when I need to be throwing my rope. I feel like whenever you nod your head, if you focus on trying to get more swings off in the box than anybody, you're going to be that much more ahead of everybody whenever you get out of the box because you're going to have more control over your rope whenever you're you're coming across the line than you are if you're sitting there riding across the line and I know I have horses that you feel like you have to ride across the line so Mm -hmm. like my younger mare in the practice pen I focus on learning how to get myself up on her and I still struggle at it at the jackpots today on her I can't get ahead of her yet but whenever I figure it out then I'm gonna have to figure out how to make her (laughs) slow down she's going too fast she's going a little too fast for me (laughs) so um What's the most important thing in breakaway to you as far as the run? What's the most important thing you work on all the time? Uh, the start because that's my worst quality. Uh, I, especially like at the pro rodeos and stuff, going from even our amateur rodeos out here 
from where I came from back home in Virginia, a lot of times at the rodeos there was no barrier. So you could go, or there was a barrier up, but it was five or six under Mm -hmm. where you could just nod your head and go. I feel like that's the most important thing because it's going to hurt you in the end. Even at the ropings that you put on that has an 18-foot barrier, you know what I mean? The start is so important. If you sit there way too long on a walking fresh calf, it's going to kill you in the end. And then if you're like me, pull, nod, pull, nod, pull, it's going to screw you as well. I just feel like the start's the most important run, like part of the run. Because you can set up about anything else after you get out of there. But if you make it to where you're hitting the start every single time, it's a lot easier, I feel like. I agree. So, um... Explain to me the process. I mean, did you did you come out this way when you were born, being a gunslinger? Or how did you get here? I mean, where did you come from? Um, uh, how, how did you get here? Honestly, nobody... My dad roped in my family and stuff, but my dad started roping as a midlife crisis. He went through, like, the motorcycle stage where he had to do something dangerous, and then when he's 40 years old, he wants to become a tie-down roper. <laughs> Ideal time. Yes. Yeah. So, right around then... I actually, please don't laugh at me when I say this, because I know you every day. I, when I was like three, four years old, I started learning how to be a jumper. (laughs) I knew you were going to laugh. And that's what I started with. But I am going to say this. You better that way, huh? Uh, Yeah. You know, my whole little bronc riding career I decided to have too. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a lot more balance. Honestly. I mean, I got, I got thrown off so many times when a horse didn't want to go over a jump. You Mm -hmm. had to learn a lot of things going through that. But coming up from that, whenever my dad started roping, because I always wanted to ride, he taught me how to rope and I ran barrels and tied goats and, you know, did all that stuff too. Mm -hmm. But it was way different so once I got to where I could go be consistent catch all my calves in high school and stuff I mean I got my ass kicked for six years when I was out here mm-hmm. I feel like it I mean I've been out here since 2013 so what's that seven years now mm-hmm. I mean it took me till not even I guess 2019 before I felt like I could compete out here right and most of it's because of the start I honestly I, I feel like a lot of girls don't realize how big that is because a lot of girls can rope really, really freaking good and yep. can catch all their calves, but run through the barrier. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. I've costed myself. I costed myself the world this year because mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. I ran through a barrier on one calf and costed myself. Mm-hmm. And looking back today, I would have changed it, but I'm not that smart in that moment. <laughs> oh, I but, don't think you could have done anything different. Yeah. But the same start. I don't know. I feel like. Other than the start in the breakaway, a horse is a huge thing because until last year, I just got by. You know what I mean? Like, especially out here now, I mean, you we have 13, 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds like Josie. I think she's 15 now, kicking our ass. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she got on that Tonka horse, doesn't win at all. I mean, she was always consistently kicking our butt. But when she got on that, you saw a change in her. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like with myself, as soon as my horse became not so green I felt like I finally had a chance Mm -hmm. and I never did like whenever they talked about us having pro rodeos I think it was last year we were at Purple Goat and Jackie and Kelsey and all of them were sitting there and saying Martha we need your opinion on something if 
you had the chance to go pro rodeo, would you? I said, well, I don't have a horse and I don't have the money, but I'd dang sure figure out how to go to the most important ones to try to give myself a chance. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the girls nowadays that are seeing all of us compete and where we're going, I feel like they're a little gun shy to go rope against us. But me being me, I was that person for Mm -hmm. years. And Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it doesn't matter if me, you, Jackie, LD, Kelsey, any of us are entered in that jackpot. I feel like everybody has the same chance to win. Agreed. I feel like if you want it just as bad as we want it, you have the same chance as us. It doesn't matter. What kept you getting back up and entering? I got tired of getting my butt kicked. I I just I know for years I lost so much money and I don't I don't come from that. I came I come from where I have to work 50 hours a week to get my rank, get my money, like all my bills to no less being able to enter Northside. I mean, two years, three years ago, that's all I could enter. So that's where I went. But by doing that, I made myself learn how to compete against y'all. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, y'all made me so frustrated a few years ago. I'm not going to lie. Cause I was like, man, I got so intimidated coming down here and roping against y'all and going to all the UPRAs and stuff. It was just like, man, all these girls are so good. Like, I just, I, it made me feel like I had to work ten times harder to get where y'all were at. And I knew because I had a downfall and not have a horse that I had to work even harder mm-hmm. learning how to use the range of my rope. Yeah. And I feel like now. I do have a horse. That range that I learned from not having one helped me out a lot Mm -hmm. nowadays. And I think that that's something that's most overlooked is we all start from the same place. We all put our pants on the same way. And, like, I came and started breakboard open, like, I think eight years ago. And I was in the same boat as you. I got my butt kicked over and over. And I didn't win nothing, you know. And, And I think that you look up to, you know, the Jackies, the Larrys, JJs, Jamie Markham's, you know. And you see they're winning, they're winning, yeah. they're winning. But you don't see where they started either. Yeah. And well, we all started from the same place. Well, and it's just like Kelsey. I've, I mean, she's one of the ones I've known the longest out here. Because when it was one of my first years being a freshman in college, it was either her junior or senior year. I can't remember. Or it might have been her senior or master year. And I just remember watching that girl rope in college. And, I mean, she ropes, she roped really good back then and she ropes 10 times better now you know what I mean but in the college radio she always kicked all of her butt but she was in that region she was the smartest she'd always have the start down and go rope and make a good run on every single calf and I just I looked up to that so much that a girl had that much talent not only in that in the hidden and whatever she did but she you could watch her work at it. You could watch her do all of that. And that was her main focus mm-hmm. was to be the best. And that's why she is one of the best today. Yeah. I feel like. So where, where's your dog in the fight? Where do you get the fire? Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of that came from my dad. My dad, he, he was Italian and he damn sure gave me the Italian attitude. Italian. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like dad was always one of those people. If you did something you had to be the best at it like and I think he passed that attitude on to me like my dad and my mom did like the field this is what I come from the dog field dog field trials Mm -hmm. and 
it didn't matter if they were training a dog or training whatever. You know what I mean? My dad did the fisherman stuff and everything. He always wanted to be the best at whatever he did. He wanted to be one of them weight builders. So he had the whole basement decked out in lifting stuff and everything. And my mom, every single time, she just roll her eyes. But I think that's where I got it because I don't know. I, it's weird. I have a guilty conscience of like if I don't go rope today. Like, if I don't get up and go do something today, even if it's 30 degrees outside and I got to go to work in two hours, that's going to be a day that you, Kelsey, somebody else was out there practicing. Like, even though I have to go to work later, I have to make sure make it a priority. that I do it every day. Because if you don't try and work, it doesn't matter if you're in your living room, if it has enough room roping the dummy. It doesn't matter if, I mean, heck, we had snow on the ground two days ago you can go to the barn you can rope a bell hay you can do whatever what you can use a situation and whatever you do have to make it 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 just it just is how much you put into it is what yeah. you're gonna make out of it I agree so so what do you tell your younger self today what do you tell yourself 10 years ago uh 10 years ago I never would have thought I'd be where we're standing at today or getting to do today I just I feel like the fire that was in me 10 years ago is just twice as big today so if I was to tell one of the little girls at one of my clinics or something that it's one of their first times to swing a rope off a horse and rope a dummy I would tell them that nothing's impossible we didn't think that we'd ever get to rope in our Thomas and Mac arena but I know it wasn't the Thomas and Mac, but I damn sure know we were crying every round like yeah. it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy the opportunities that we're getting today. Not even through the just the pro rodeos, through the WCRA, through all of y'all that are putting on the big jackpots. It doesn't matter. It the, Everything's given us so many chances, and there's so many different chances for different people, too. Because some people are better at the jackpots that's four under take a start and be able to rope a calf I, I know that's one of my best setups is whenever you have to be fast I also know girls that like to go to your jackpots that you see the calves 18 foot out there and it's some of them are the girls that go in Dr. Wheat cows every day mm -hmm. you know what I mean but there's so many chances nowadays for so many different people to win it's crazy yeah. so it's you just can't give up on your dream even if you're dreaming about winning one of the big ropings there's so many different ones nowadays one of them's going to be your style right just to start and get your confidence up to go against all those girls right so so if you're telling somebody who wants to rope where do they start where where do you do you start high low do you go through the process where do you start i would go through the process i wouldn't I, I feel like you need to build your confidence up. I I know, especially when I first came out here, I had so much confidence from being where I was from because going home, I feel like I'm one, I was one of the better ones out there that was so used to winning all the time and everything. Then you come out here, everything changes, and I was just trying to go like I did back home. And you just, I looking back, I wish I would have went to the jackpots first and slowly gotten into it started at Northside. started 
somewhere where you got your confidence builder. I feel like if you come out here and just start going to absolutely everything we're going to, yeah, you're going to win here and there, but you're going to get your confidence level down a little bit. I feel like you need to go to the places where you can learn the setups out here because mm -hmm. it's completely different. It doesn't matter if you're from my side of the world, if you're from Canada, you're, if you're from California, everything's different everywhere you go. It's just like when we, when all y'all girls went up north, all the setups were different from down here. And mm -hmm. I know that was the way different deal for mm -hmm. everybody. Just like how you won Cheyenne, that was a completely different setup. Like I didn't go, I didn't have the money or a horse, but just like watching all y'all rope, there's, there's something you just gotta go. If you're just starting, you gotta go where you're going to feel most comfortable that you can win at and enter at that and enter to where I learned this because I didn't have a horse. You got to enter to where your horse's level is, yep, especially if you're a younger girl or a beginner roper with a younger horse you just can't take them to all the other ropings you're not you got to give them a chance i'll tell you what i bought that horse after fort worth this year mm -hmm. spent ten thousand on him and then take him to the american and he didn't even leave the box you know what i mean and i went i literally went out to the truck and cried i'm like i literally just spent all this money on this horse because that was all the money in my bank account but looking back today i i didn't make the wrong decision but I, at that moment, I didn't give him the chance he needed either. Mm -hmm. So a lot of girls have to realize that too. Because a horse can be badass in the practice pen. Be everything oh, you absolutely so. want. <clears throat> but you have to give them a chance when you're going somewhere too. You mm -hmm. just can't take them to the hardest setups or the hardest rodeos or the loudest rodeos. Because they're not going to handle it. They're going to handle it like yeah, you handle it exactly. too. Exactly. So Going through it with them. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? I do want to say that I really feel like you really did win the average. I don't feel like you got enough credit for that, honestly. I appreciate it. Because in the end, you did. Well, I was just happy to be there. <laughs> I know. Please stop. <laughs> but I, I honestly, because, like, looking on Facebook and looking all the, on all that stuff, in the end, I really feel like you still won it. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of In the Loop Breakaway Podcast with Martha Angeloni. It was a great time. We're really excited about what's to come. So stay in the loop with us and we will see you next week.